0: It's still totally here. Hey, hey, we got a saying in the deep. It's called what up dope. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? In Atlanta, they say what's happening. What's happening? In, in H Town, they say what it do. What it do? I wanna welcome y'all to Detroit when we say what up though. That's right. So when you hear this song, I want you to say, hey. Hey, what up, dope? Hey, what up, day, what up? Hey, what up, day, hey, what up?
1: Do? Do? What up though?
2: What up, though?
1: Uh, Welcome to the seventh episode of the What Up, Though? Podcast. This is uh, Otis, Detroit O, and
2: Mike, a.k.a. Tipsy Tipsy Russell.
1: And uh, we have uh, a live studio guest of one, (laughs) uh, my my homeboy, Kellen. What up,
0: though? Hell, I'm from Detroit, too.
1: Welcome to the show. Uh, First off, we just want to, again, thank everybody for... uh, for listening, we've uh, we've got uh, over uh, 840 plays for all our episodes, so we're happy that everybody's listening. Um, please keep sharing and, and posting and sending questions. They've all been pretty cool, so again, thanks for the support and so forth.
2: I feel like you're whispering, like you seem like you kind of, <laughs> like your voice is pretty yeah Hello. Like you're not really yeah. Excited to be here I'm great man <laughs>
1: It's been a uh, been a decent week man I don't, I don't have no complaints man It's uh I've been looking forward it. <laughs> Looking forward to everything So you know It's all good It's all good So I guess yeah. we just go Jump into it Uh, You know uh, What happened with you this week Anything interesting Um No Actually I don't think anything's been uh, I wouldn't have seen A uh, thing like
2: a man too This morning Oh really yeah. How was that? That was that was kinda cool. Uh I feel like it's like gonna be like a um like a forced version of the first one. Like it's not gonna have like it's like the first one had a good concept and I feel like they're just making another one and calling it think like a man when really it's just like everybody goofing I off think and
1: stupid. Well yeah, that that's basically it. I think you could go so I don't think you can have a set script to just a what do you the think like a I man. I think the first one was, you know was the first one was, you know, was really pushed on the whole dating thing and this yeah. one was a little different so I won't I won't spoil the movie but it was uh, cool I think all it matters me is is it funny yeah I, it, it was definitely funny um what's funny it, it well was' funny uh a lot of times you tr- you you gauge, I think people gauge movies by if how how the audience reacted you know to movies because you got a full theater you're hearing all these laughs and stuff that's you know maybe funny like that but it was maybe a third of the theater that was there, because it was like a ten fifty show. All right. Um, but uh, still funny. It was still cool. You know, Kevin Hart is making like all the fucking money <laughs> out here, whatever. He's doing everything, but he, you know, he he definitely did his thing. I thought it was pretty good. So
2: he's reaching that point where like he's so like he's so oversaturated in the industry that you got people saying like, oh, he's not that funny. He's overrated, and like he's not as funny as he was when he first got on. But he's still good. He's still, it's still like when he come out with a movie, especially when it's like an ensemble cast. He still kind of carries the film. Oh, so he,
1: like, he carried it.
2: Yeah. So like I, I, I'm, I still feel like it'll be good whenever I go see it, which will be, which will be soon. So yeah. I, it funny, I really like the first one.
1: Yeah, the first one was cool. And it's funny because I I hate seeing movies during the first week because of the abundance of African Americans that. <laughs> The, like, the Poor t- warning:
2: <laughs> African Americans is going to be a term that's probably going to be used just right now because <laughs> I'm right I'm smooth going straight into the n word yeah. like the rest of this podcast.
1: <laughs> but uh, it was funny because be no
2: African American euphemisms over here. We <laughs> this niggas all day for this podcast. Trust me. We
1: we was uh, we was like, well, what? Let's try our early show. Just you know, we can avoid you know big crowds. So we like we saw a 10:50 show. It was like. 9 20, we like bet, let's, you know, get ready. So we go and uh So if we're parking we're seeing all these other cars and as so we like walk into the door it's like tons of people. Wait, 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 what stuff. theater did you go to? Um NJR and uh Westland.
2: Oh okay. I've never been there, but I know I know what you're talking about. They got
1: about. they got decent seats. Yeah, so I know, I know I, I, and if you go before eleven, um it's four fifty a hmm. person. So <laughs> nine I bucks bet. for two people? Shit, I'm I good. Bet. Right, so um, we did that one. That was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed the movie, so uh actually you know what? I, another good thing happened it is all I think everything good happened all today. Um went to Sonic.
2: <laughs> I'm glad you, you had a positive. Do you do <laughs> you ever go to uh do you, do you ever go to Sonic? Do you ever eat a Sonic? I when I moved to California, I stopped there on the way. Uh there weren't really so- there's still really ain't Sonics here, but s they're abundant in other places and I stopped. And I have had it for the first time a few years ago, and I probably had it like one time since. So I've only had it like twice. But I, my impression of it was I got pretty decent food for a pretty low price. I didn't have their, I think they're famous for like drinks and shit like that. I didn't have any drinks, I just had like chicken tenders or some shit. But it was pretty good for like, I don't know, 4 four dollars or something
1: like that well i won't say it was four dollars but <laughs> it was good i like their burgers and they had chili cheese uh tater tots which is fucking
2: awesome mm. um, <laughs> whoa yeah so Ch- chili cheese tater tots dude
1: it changed the Unless fucking game let's just
2: pause the podcast and like <laughs> <laughs> it, it changed to the right fucking now. game dude <laughs>
1: you know they had you know they, had, they have the drive-in you know uh, setup where you could just sit in your car and they they, they roll, come home with the
2: roller skates roller running. skates
1: and shit so I had a I had a, your slave food I, yeah exactly <laughs> I had a double I had like a double cheese double bacon cheeseburger with
2: chili uh, cheese
1: <laughs> cheese tater, 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 tater tots and <laughs> I had just this cherry lime <laughs> slush damn,
2: and to drink me
1: god <laughs> it's like it, it, it's like, no matter how old you get. You still no one. You still can never deal with fucking brain freezes because I had a brain freeze so hard from that shit because it was so good and I couldn't stop drinking it. <laughs> like, how do you? Is there a, a, uh, something that rid f- brain freezes other than just letting the shit just die out?
2: Not that I'm aware of.
1: Man, because I was sitting there with a the headaches, but I was I kept fucking drinking because that shit Damn. was good as hell.
2: I thought you were gonna say no matter how old you get, you will never stop fucking with tater tots. <laughs> oh no, oh that, I, I, that I relate tater tots to childhood. Like, lunchtime in elementary school, and you get whatever, and tater tots at the side. Dude. And then you get an adult, and you're like, oh, I remember tater tots from when I was a kid. And my, like, but I still fuck with them. My household
1: will be full of tater tots yeah, all the tater fucking tater tots time. Yeah, shit,
2: man. Hey, you get, like, the garlic ones, man. <laughs> Pause. There's garlic tater tots yeah they
1: have garlic onion tater tots
2: shit,
1: I think I don't know what, what I don't know who makes them but you Jesus?
2: know Jesus <laughs> that's who makes them <laughs> and,
1: and, and they're made with with, with unicorn tears and, <laughs> and and mermaid DNA and shit shit's awesome but Man. yeah if you ever pass a oh, uh, tater tots um, a Sonic, get the, ch- the chili cheese tater tots so they, were, uh, they were awesome
2: but uh, how was your week it was cool, man. I actually, well, it wasn't that cool. I got arrested, but then, like, my, my mugshot went viral. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I didn't notice it you. It was like Felon Crush Friday. Everybody was like, damn, that nigga fine as hell. I, I didn't notice your tattooed tear or. Yeah, I got arrested. My mugshot necktie. went viral. It was dope. Dude, yeah. so.
1: <laughs> I heard about that on Twitter, and then they started posting these pictures of this thug ass pretty boy and it just went nuts at first I saw it on Twitter then I saw it on Facebook and chicks were going crazy and I'm like he's this is his mugshot. he's currently in jail I think his bail was like 900,000 or some crazy what shit they said it was some kind of local terrorism shit he had a bunch of guns or shit in his car or some shit huh. like that
2: huh.
1: yeah so they was going crazy uh, I think someone started a, a, a GoFundMe bail him out. That was
2: his mom. Yeah, I read about that. His mom started that. I didn't see any of the titter... The titter? I didn't see any of the titter shit, but... I didn't see any of the titter reactions. I didn't see any of the Twitter reactions, because I worked 80 hours this week, so I, <laughs> I wasn't really <laughs> too privy to what was going on in, in actual life, but uh, I, I know the basic story that some dude got arrested and women were all over his mugshot, but I know that there was like a strong uh titter reaction to it uh, and like people were i don't know what it was about though like i yeah i, I mean was women were into him and dudes got mad I yeah,
1: well i don't i don't know i they, they say guys yeah i mean i was just thinking like damn. i mean he's a felon for Christ. sake like, he's in jail what is he gonna do for you or whatever but you know i saw
2: like women were saying like he could he could break into my house anytime or you right. can rate me seven days a week. I don't I, don't I
1: know. I saw the rate right one, I saw the break in the house and I was just like, you know, you don't even say this to do di- Yeah, I don't know. I, it was weird.
2: So <laughs> frustrated. Yeah, it,
1: it was just stupid. But I, I looked up tattoo Tear because I was really what? I always remember, I always recall, at least from I think it was for South Central, when you the had a tattoo yeah, the movie when you yeah. had tattoo tears cause you know, you, you, you killed somebody. Yeah. But I was reading on Wikipedia, which I guess
2: you can't really trust Wikipedia because it's user.
1: I do think input, you can.
2: But... I haven't really seen anything on Wikipedia that I'm just like, come on now. Like, it, I think it's a good fact-finding website for the most part. It has a bad reputation because it can be user-edited, but I don't know. I, don't, I haven't really... I think it's pretty a pretty reliable source for information for the most part.
1: So, I go on there today, and it was funny. The picture they show is fucking Lil Wayne, of all people. Of with, course. With two tattoo tears. He did,
2: he, he did kind of... Uh, popularize
1: that. Right, but they say the te- the teardrop tattoo or t- tear tattoo is a symb- symbolic tattoo Bravo. that is placed underneath the eye. The tattoo can have several meanings, including signifying the number of years spent in prison, the number of times they were raped while incarcerated, <laughs> or the fact that they have killed someone. Now, huh. the rape one I've never heard about. Me neither. So, if that's the case, that's where I went.
2: Huh? <laughs> so, why would you want to like represent that? Like, well oh, that's one butt fuck. Let me get a tattoo here. Like, d- d- who would d- rep that? Have we have we reached our butt
1: fuck quota yet? or that to one? If,
2: if the quota's one, then yes. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mind the quota being considerably higher. <laughs> it's fine by me.
1: So, if that's the case, so Little Wayne got butt fuck twice then. <laughs> And it's well, probably just, all about baby. Well, I have
2: to say it's feasible. <laughs> it's the least you can do after you let a nigga kiss you in the mouth. Like, well, you might as well take the ass, too. <laughs> it's feasible.
1: <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, so, later on in Twitterville, everybody. some somebody, or some woman, obviously, start posting uh, dick pics of the guy. What? The I didn't hear about that. I, unfortunately, heard about it. Um, but yeah, so they started going at. Then it just kept going crazy again. And oh, I think before that, uh, one of the news stations did an interview with the guy, and I guess a lot of chicks fell out of lust with him because they heard him talk. And then they, (laughs) then they found out. Then it's like he's a fucking fella. He he did nine years in jail, got out. Then this whole gun thing came up and went back in. And so then they, you know, I think they posted a picture. He was posted with some guy shirtless and somebody was like, Oh it's his brother and then somebody was like, Maybe that's the other butt fucking dude he was yeah, with or right. you know Yeah. Pretty funny though. Uh chicks are going crazy. You know, yeah I know you know how y'all light skinned motherfuckers get. They get y'all they yeah, we'd be, we be crazy out here. Y'all be crazy and, you know
2: sitting dick pics, dick pics to everybody and, and going to jail, you know, going yeah, to jail and
1: carrying guns, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah so so anyway, you were telling us about the rest of your week other than getting arrested and... Yeah, getting games. arrested
2: and having my, my, my mugshot go viral. That was crazy. That was the craziest part of it. But no, um, my most... Uh, the biggest thing that happened to me this weekend was I went to our River Days Festival. And uh, and I didn't make it. Yeah. Well, lucky you. It was uh, <laughs> on the riverfront, which is, uh, for those who don't know, the riverfront is like just the spot by the Detroit River. And the Detroit River separates uh, the United States from Canada. And, uh, every year, I don't think it's, I don't think the River Days has, has been going on very long. But, uh, it's just a festival. It's mainly a family event for people to go out, have a good time. It's got carnival rides and shit like that. People come out and have a good time. I've, I've gone, I think I've gone the last two years. And, uh, so I decided to take my son and my girl to, uh, the River Days Festival this weekend on Saturday. And the River Days Festival has deteriorated into something that's like, the way Belle Isle used to be when I was a kid. And to give you all a perspective, Belle Isle is, if you can imagine, it's like an island that's just off of uh, downtown Detroit. Imagine just like the projects just opening up and all the hood people just go there and just do all kinds of hood, hood shit that's illegal and just ill advised. There's like no rules. You can do it. Everybody from Detroit has an Isle story. Belle Isle is like. <laughs> Like you, if you've been on Belle Isle, especially just, in like just talking about its, Belle
1: Isle stuff. Yeah, when was it at its
2: peak? Like maybe like the late nineties, early two thousands. It was like it was like a, a just a, a island of debauchery. Like there's like I've seen uh, all manner of drugs, drinking and driving is packed. Uh, people fucking. Porno, pornos playing, and, and people would come down there in, in vans. I've never
1: fucked on Bella. Isle.
2: Um, I don't think I have either, actually. But like I, I've seen it because people would come. <laughs> well, people would come. I've driving. Yeah, people were driving in yeah, people would, pe- driving and, like people come <laughs> onto the aisle in vans, like minivans or full size vans. And vans had you know vans had the TVs in them and shit. People would come up to the aisle with, in the vans. And they would have pornos playing on the TVs in the van. They would have all the shades up so everybody could see in the van, see the pornos playing, see people fucking in the back. Like, I've seen, like, all kinds of crazy shit in the aisle. And that's just, like, the funny shit. But in the reality, the aisle's been, like... Well, back then, it was one of the most dangerous places in the city. Like, there was shootings weekly. People died all the time. The the aisle was mad. The aisle
1: aisle was kind of, like, the purge... (laughs) In a partying way. Like, you had 12 hours to get whatever party and whatever (laughs) debauchery you wanted to get done. You just went to the aisle.
2: And the cops would shut it down, you know, maybe like 4 o'clock in the morning. Kick everybody off. And that was the end. But it got so bad eventually. I don't know when, but I will say early 2000s that the police just decided that they were not going to have it. They weren't going to allow people on at any old time of the day. So they started shutting it down. where you couldn't go on it at like what like I don't know 10 p.m. or I don't know something early and when I was uh in high school when I was too young to go to the club but old enough to go out we would like kind of go to the aisle and post up and wait for the clubs to let out so that people would come from the club to the aisle and then we could just be in the thick of it so we could sit there on the aisle we could drink we could fuck women and just kind of like you know girls! Just have a good time or whatever. And we could do that till like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. I had mad fun on Belle Isle. Yeah, everybody did. But it got real dangerous, so they shut it down. And they would shut it down at night. But it was like a symbol of, like, niggerdom. It was... was, That's what it it was. And now the riverfront, it seems like... Somehow it was like black people got a memo. Like, hey, you can come to the riverfront now. And we can act like it's Belle Isle. And I went down there. I've gone down there... A few times this summer. And I, I was looking. I was like, it really seems like bell Isle now. It's like a lot of like hood rats down here. Like little young girls dressed inappropriately. People smoking weed out in public. And it's supposed to be like a family spot. Like for, you know, it's supposed to be wholesome. And niggas took it over and made it fucked up. <coughs> so I went to... <laughs> nigga dumb. Yeah, nigga dumb. And I went to the... um. So I went to River Days. And to start off, I got there at like 5 o'clock. And the line to get in... We were probably in a line for close to an hour to get in. The line was really, really, really long. While I was in the line, looking into the riverfront, we saw a fight. Like and it was like a fight like it wasn't like two people fighting. It was like how they fight in Detroit. It was like big group fight. Like you could see like swarms of people fighting, probably like 20, 30 people. And I was like, Okay, this don't look good. But then the police came over, it was probably like maybe like a dozen police they went in there and I was like well we can still go in and see how it is and we went in and man it was just so bad man it was like hood rats everywhere niggas with their shirt off and white people looking scared like I, I came here to you know bring my family to a carnival and now it looks like the wire in here like, like it was bad man it did look like West Baltimore and like it, it was tragic dude and I was like you know, Michael's like, hey, I want to get on these rides. I'm like, you ain't getting on no shit. <laughs> it's like, it's people every It's packed crowded with niggas. And, pe- and un, unsupervised. Like, teenagers. Like, maybe like 17 years old. Unsupervised. Doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Drunk, high, all that shit. It was a mess, dude. Like, it was like... Well, I'll just tell you, I started watching The Wire. It was like when old boy legalized drugs and, like, let... Oh,
1: Amsterdam? Let,
2: yeah, it was like <laughs> Amsterdam, dude! It was like Amsterdam! And, like, it was bad, man. And, like, we... And I was like, okay, we need to get... I, I, I didn't let Michael do shit. And it was disappointing because it's kind of like taking your kid to the toy store and making him look at a bunch of shit and then tell him he can't have nothing. So he's, like, looking at all these rides. He's like, I want to get on this. I want to do that. And I'm like, you ain't doing shit. Like, no, you're not doing nothing. So, he's mad. Michael walking walk away like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> he's mad. So, uh, they have like a little fountain area where like water shoots up out the ground and shit. So, he was like, I want to go play in that. So, I'm like, you can do that. Because when we got, it was weird because it was like one end of it was like niggas. And then the other end of it was kind of dead. And the end where the water was at, it was kind of empty. So, I let him go down there and play. And he like took his shoes off, took his shirt off. And he had a like little swim trunks and shit. So, we got to play in the water. So, I'm like, well, you can do that. And then we out of here. So, he's doing that. And then another fight breaks out. And it was like, I couldn't see the fight, but I could see people running to it. So I was like, okay, well, I don't know what's going on, so it's time for us to get out of here. So I grabbed him, made him put his clothes back on, and we're getting out of there. And then when we were leaving, I heard that there was, like, a shooting. Like, not, I don't want to say a shooting, because I don't know if anybody actually got shot, but I heard the shots were fired. So and, it was
1: a shooting, but you don't know if somebody got hit.
2: hit yeah, I just heard that the shots were fired. And sadly my main the thing that I took away from it was that we've kind of reached a point in this city where I would I I get segregation I get it now like I understand why white people didn't let us do shit cause like like black people are really fucking up everything here cause I look around and I'm thinking like this is supposed to be a family event and who's fucking it up just the black people and I, I, I turned to my girl and I was like you know what if they tried to make it where they actually—it's not feasible—but if they made it where it's like black people can't come to this, <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. Like, even though that would include me, I'll be like, you know what? I get it. Like,
1: and we don't a, need to be. There. That's sad too, man. Because you know, being that you know, Detroit is you know a, a prod- predominantly you know. Uh, Black Negro. city, uh, predominantly Negroes of the African American descent, yeah, and uh,
2: predominantly Negroes,
1: <laughs> and it did just make it you know, make it so so bad. I mean, it used to be you know the fireworks, which is tomorrow, which catches so much flack down there because it's always shooting, there's always people, you know, what I'm saying, fighting and things of that nature and shit, and it, it seemed like it it started already. When it, you know, from the Pride Parade, you know, and I've been seeing, you know, videos of that shit, so... Yeah, that dude that got beat up at the at the Pride Parade? Yeah. Oh, let me really touch on this for a second. So, I saw that, I think we kind of talked about it last week, but... I, watched it, I saw the video again because somebody posted on the... I was I was a...
2: Or the dude that got jumped at the property? Yeah, plane.
1: I ended up seeing that again on this uh, Facebook group I was in. It's a Detroit crime something. And it was basically people who was talking about different stuff in the city. And I joined the group because I want, want to hear the perspective of different people. But the guy kept posting the video. And I'm like, man, I don't want to see this shit no more. But I, ended up, I clicked the video because I thought it was something different. And it ended up being that fight. But I'm watching the fight and, you know, the guy, he he gets into it with some kids that are, you know, uh, gay bashing and so forth. And then, you know, they start fighting. So, it's him. He starts arguing with him. He starts fighting. And I'm like, dude, if it's seven to eight guys that are bashing you, at some point, you need to shut the fuck up, dude. You don't have the (laughs) upper hand. One of my uncles... He was still talking? talking Yeah, he was still talking shit. And he's, you know, he's talking shit, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, they get into, you know fisticuffs and shit, and he starts fighting, and he gets, he, the first two dudes he had, good, he could've whooped their ass, and then other eight guys came and, you know, jumped him or whatever. That's kind of sad. Is, which, like, you it's, it's he hemmed
2: up by a gay dude, and like, okay, let's bring in reinforcements. We need ten people to take this one gay dude, yeah. so, c- cause we just hate him so much, we can't just let oh, him yeah, it, it's, just do It's, his it's thing. totally
1: sad, I don't even have no jokes for that, it's just really sad. Oh,
2: no, it's absolutely nothing but, funny about that, I'm sick of that shit.
1: But, if you're in a situation where you're totally outnumbered... Man, just turn on the cheek and walk the fuck away. At that point, are your words hurting you that much? that you want to fight for that shit and get your ass whooped? If I'm somewhere in... I don't know. I got a red shirt on. Guys like, I don't like red shirts. I'm like, fuck this. I like red shirts. And I'm going to start fighting these motherfuckers. Fuck that. I'm going to walk right. my ass away. <laughs> I'm going to tuck my tail in. and I'm going to go the opposite way. But at some point, you need to just shut the fuck up. One of my uncles... <laughs> he coined this phrase be the fuck quiet <laughs> and it was BDFQ if shit get that fu- <laughs> that fucked up you need to be the fuck quiet and walk the other way I,
2: li- I like that BDFQ <laughs> we should try to make that a thing I like that shit no
1: it- it's been a thing man for, uh, for a while man for us because um, I think was you at
2: the house when he did Is that, that? your uncle oh, that boy, I meant to look like Dave Chappelle?
1: no okay
2: a, yeah you got that he got an uncle look like Dave
1: I think you're talking <laughs> about uncle Ray uh but uh <laughs> no my though he was uh more of a king hippo uh <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah but yeah anyhow um uh, that was a total sidetrack uh yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's real sad. I, I haven't been to the... I, I went to River Days. Maybe, maybe one, two... I think Hammer performed at River Days last time I went. And that was like two <laughs> years ago or something like that. Wow. Uh, it was a, he, he did a, a good show. Uh, but it's stupid, man. And then from... That was what? You said Saturday? Yeah. So Saturday... It was, oh, yesterday. So yesterday we had that.
2: And then we had... Uh, Wait, 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 wait! Don't go! Don't go to summer jams yet, because I, I, still, I want to. I'm, I'm highly <laughs> upset about the fact that I'm walking around this family event and looking at it like niggas is ruining this, and like the fireworks, the river days, like all that shit. And I'm just like, I really, in my heart of hearts, feel like. We might just have to ban ban black people from shit. And that's fucked up to me, man. Like, we really got to ban black people from shit.
1: How do you you think we... You can't do it. How do you think we go about, like... How how, how do you think we can improve it?
2: You can't. Because you can't say, no black people allowed. Obviously, you can't do that. But that would be the ideal scenario. Like, if you looked at it like... if, If it was some way that you could, like identify the difference between black people and niggas and say no niggas allowed. So you we'll do a you do a
1: screen and it'd be like
2: Yeah duh, 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 duh,
1: duh. you know, use a nigga. You right. gotta you, go back home. Yeah,
2: you gotta go back home because you you know, you sell food stamps for cash. Like then yeah you need I to I appreciate that those people home. by the way. Yes, but. It's good yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it's still a pretty good idea. At least the ones, at least
1: the ones that have a decent ratio of selling.
2: But like it, it's fifty four hundred. It's not like... It's it's kind of hard to verbalize, but it's like if you look at the quality of people who are there... It's like the kind of people who you would see, like... I don't know, at Walmart, looking like they're trying out for the twerk team. Or like... Just like people who you know... Will never amount to shit in their life. So, would
1: you ban anybody with uh, airbrush shirts or somebody that has a shirt <laughs> exactly. that Exactly. Uh, or
2: like free Re- somebody. Real love
1: stock. Yeah.
2: A <laughs> free, you know, uh, airbrush shirt to say free my nigga Tyrone and. Those kind of people. Did you see the
1: shirt I, uh, I had posted? I was at my, uh, my nephew's school picking him up. But it was a guy who said uh, had the shirt that had Google Me Bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Him, I would never let him in
2: nothing. Right. Google Me Bitch don't need to be at the River Days.
1: I'm pretty sure he don't know the Google website.
2: I was in the line to go into River Days. I turned to my girl. I was like, they might as well just change the name to nigga Days Because it's not... <laughs> it's not anything wholesome going on here does name of our po- podcast nigger days it's about to be yes it's <laughs> going to be called nigger days and i don't know how many people how many white folks this might feed into into your your circle of people but i don't even care cuz it's like it's the quality of people in this city is just so bad and it's like for every we talk about like how Like, Dan Gilbert has done so much for, like, downtown Detroit and for the city and how downtown has improved. But, like, the city as a whole is shit. And, like, it's shit because there are people who, they don't have no no home training, they're not raised well, whatever. It's just niggas are running rampant, and it's, it's really, really bad right now. And I was just disappointed to, like, actually in my soul feel like the only way that we can make this city better is to outlaw niggas from events. <laughs> like, how sad is that? Like, okay, we need to have all-white events or some shit like that. Like, this.
1: I, I, I feel up, you, I, and I think that you know the good, the good people are outnumbered by a lot of the shitty folks. And I'm always up for like, you know, the question of like, how do we? What's the solution? You know, what I'm saying what can we I do to no to, idea to, to combat is. it? You know what I mean? Because you know. I just don't know.
2: The only solution is profiling, and we can't do that. So I'm like, because if I was the, they had Detroit police working security for people coming in. And I know all these people, all the Detroit police could look at the people coming in and be like, this is somebody we really don't need to allow in here. But they can't say, we can't allow you in here because you look like, you know, your socks are gray. You know, we can't, you can't do that. Like, you came up in here. With gray socks and some like Nike slip-ons and basketball shorts and do rag, and you don't have a shirt on, and you look like you probably got a gun and tucked into your nylon shorts. Like we can't profile like that. You just can't do it. But if we could, these events would be so much better. And I just wish like there was some way we could not have it be so racially charged to where it's a racial thing, but it's a racial thing. Oh, it's truly niggas a racial are thing. killing this city right now. And they're fucking up everything. They're fucking up the fireworks. They're fucking up the auto show. They're fucking up the River day. Because I went to River Days last year, and it was not like it was this weekend.
1: I think it's I think it's directly tied to uh, not being able to go on Bell Isle. It and is. I, I, think it's,
2: they, I think it is. That's exactly... This is Kellen talking. It's not Mike. It's not yeah. Otis. Cause we all, all of us black people in Detroit sound the same. So this is Kellen talking. Kellen talking. Yeah, not but, me or Otis. but that's
0: that, that. That's exactly my my thoughts. Is that, <clears> it, as you so eloquently put it, the niggas got to go somewhere because they the hood are so said, bad got that to they just somewhere? don't want <laughs> to be it was, there. That's kind of
1: eloquent, yeah. Oh, okay. And
0: so it's like you know, just, you know, as the state then took over. Belaud, they policing that. So if you if you if you got warrants, if you your, your tags ain't right, you ain't got no insurance. Your ass ain't being on Bell Isle, period. If you ain't right, you ain't on Belle Isle. So, so you gotta filter them out somewhere.
1: You're going somewhere else that doesn't right. involve you having to get you right. know. And the thing and the
0: thing is, you have to be in city limits because the city police don't give a fuck about all that. You know what I'm saying?
1: It, it definitely left. They ain't going across eight miles, right.
2: Because of you know. So
0: where else? Riverfront. That's it. That's I mean, that and Rouge. That's that's all they got left. Child. Riverfront's
2: got to be locked. Riverfront now officially to me, it's it's new in the sense of like the renovations they they put to it, making it nice. It's new, and already they got to they have to police it like the same way that they mm-hmm. do the Belle Isle because it's gotten out of hand really fast. And I saw, I personally saw two fights. I heard about sh- shots being fired, and just from what I observed. It was a thing where it's like I'm here with my girl, I'm here with my son, and this isn't safe. She's not from here, and he's six years old. I can operate in this. I can go out in the into these events, and I can feel not safe, but I'll I feel confident in my ability to to maneuver through it and be okay. But I have to watch over them. I can't have. I'm not gonna expose them to that and put them at risk. Yeah, you, you gotta and got- I shouldn't have to feel that way for River Days where like I feel like I gotta make sure that my son and my girl aren't gonna get shot. Like that's it's, that's fucked up, man. I I really hate that like even the most wholesome of events have been sullied by niggas who just I don't know, they got tired of playing Xbox so they wanna go downtown and like I don't know. Rape women and shoot people and, I don't know, put their little bird-ass chest out and start shit. I, I, it was funny, after I, you
1: know, I heard from you, you know, you was telling me about it, and I was, I was thinking about taking my nephew down today, and I was like, If yeah. you love him, you keep him in the basement. I loved them so I kept <laughs> him at home. Like yeah. a tornado warning or something.
2: Right. <laughs> we're hiding in
1: the, in the, in the basement closet, like, you know, no, nah, we're not, we're not going to engage in this nigga shit
2: no absolutely I, I told people there were people when I posted on Facebook about how bad it was I said I would talk about it on the podcast and I wasn't going to talk about it on Facebook and people were like it, was it that bad what happened and I'm like look just don't go you're talking about taking your family you're taking your kids taking your wife your husband whatever don't go it's not safe it's just bad It's it's not something it's not a family event anymore it's supposed to be but it's not so well, don't bother. I hope. to. Well, I
1: haven't heard anything bad today. Um, cause typically Sundays, I think the performers are uh, gospel stuff. So the niggas, the niggas went back to Rouge and Chandler Park. Yeah. So they, they they probably didn't come down today. But I was just like, yeah. it's probably fine today.
2: And I think also it was a time thing because like, um, it was I think three dollars to get in before five o'clock, and five dollars to get in after five o'clock. And when I was going in, I ran into my boy Daryl leaving out of it. It was about 5 o'clock, and we were about a block away. And he was leaving out of it, and he had his two kids and his wife with him. And they didn't say anything. Like, they didn't have any issues. And I got there at about 5, 5.15. I was in line until 6 o'clock. And by the time I got in at 6 o'clock, it was, it was infested with nigger roaches. So, <laughs> it, was, it was tragic by that point. And I wanted to look at him. I want to be like, I wanted to go in on Daryl on the podcast. Be like, why didn't you warn me that... It was a fucking war zone. It was Iraq in the fucking river days, and you didn't tell me. But it might—it probably wasn't like that for him at say three, four o'clock in the afternoon. But at six, seven o'clock,
1: yeah, I—I I, was—I you know? uh, watched a couple of people post—post post on Facebook. You know, they was down there, and I had—it was a few people that posted that didn't have any issues. They said they went and had a good time. But you know, I've heard your story. You know, obviously, I've heard about the shootings. I heard from some other people. You know that it was—you know—as you described it. You know, it was just—you know fuck shit heaven and shit people just it down was, there man,
2: man it was bad man I, I'm, I'm never going back ever like that's it that's, this was it for me like well, i'm I not think, going back I think unless it, they I think, reenact like I think unless it, they I think reinstate it, jim crow laws and it, like i think they just have a different section with different water fountains and bathrooms if they put niggas in a cage and put them somewhere else and let them you know do whatever they do run around like little dogs and shit and they separate then i might go again but as long as like it, Niggas get to intermingle with like the the public. I'm not going.
1: Anymore. I think it makes for a good podcast, though. I mean, you know, I think mean, next <laughs> year you got. I think you got to go just for research. You know. Yeah. I, so. mean, I, well, going, I mean. I mean. I got my research. Shit. Done. I'm going next year just for research. Not a, not not if anything else. I'm pretty sure we have. You know, our podcast going next year. I'm definitely going.
2: Wear a vest. <laughs> don't take anyone you love. And I would say, don't drink because that'll make you more prone to engage in the behavior. And, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Just, yeah, make sure that you go by yourself, you have a vest, and they do a search, so you can't take a gun in, but... Damn it. I don't, I don't if a you can somebody, I don't have a gun permit. If you sorry. can have somebody throw you a gun, a gun over per, the fence...
1: I don't have a gun permit yet. So. Yeah. Or like the, uh, oh, did you hear the story of the dude that threw uh, the football over the fence at a prison? Yeah, what? It was a guy that threw in a a local prison here. I don't know which prison, but a a guy threw. He threw a football over the fence, and he had drugs and paraphernalia all (laughs) in the football.
2: It was
0: like (laughs) a bunch of drugs and like three cell phones and some. Shit, the things! How
1: are they how how not going to see a football come flying over the? I was fucking, gonna say it's
2: not the kind of covert shit that I'm used to seeing on prison on TV. It's not even TV like it, it wasn't
1: even like he he cut a hole in the bottom of the gate and just tucked it in. This motherfucker threw a football over the fence, and it was like oh, it's funny. I kept seeing a picture. That they posted, uh, you know, the football and broad daylight <laughs> sitting over there, like nigga, you ain't even do it in the dark? You just
2: went, you know, he, the motherfucker. <laughs> the prison fences be high. Was it Mike Vick that had no, to throw no, that no. over? You
0: know what it remind me of? It remind me of that movie Napoleon Dynamite with the uncle. Was like, yeah, when I was in when I was in high school, I could launch a skin two pig skin two miles. That's what it remind me of. Some motherfucker thought he could still had it. Was yeah, going to it's, not, some shit. it's
2: not a backyard <laughs> fence. Like it's just like forty I, feet I high remember. with barbed wire. And, shit. and, and he launched that bitch. He had to put that bitch <laughs> <dish> over. <laughs> all the,
1: I wonder what's the I wonder what's the charge? Like what's going to happen? Is he going to mm-hmm. do jail time or he going to get probation?
0: <laughs> for sure. I mean, all them illegal narcotics. They got his prints on the ball. You in a, a zone a, a zone where you're not supposed to even have that. Oh, he's going to jail for, for however long. He's he sure. Good for
2: him. <laughs> good, good for fucking him, yeah. Right. Good for him, and good for us. Yep. Because I'm I, really sick of niggas in Detroit right now. I can't
1: man. stand these niggas, boy.
2: So I can't stand these niggas, boys. A smooth transition into um, <laughs> summer jams, <laughs> <laughs> which took place on the same day as the negative that I saw at River Days. So um, I don't know. I, I'll let you open up about summer jams. I have thoughts on that, but apparently. <laughs> Apparently discussing what happened at River—I D- mean Riverdale—apparently discussing that what happened at Summer Jam puts you at like <laughs> puts you at risk for assassination, <laughs> right? Assassination. So if so, if you don't want to go delve into it too much, I'm cool with that. I'm gonna go ahead and do it anyway.
1: Um, so S- Summer Jam and Rick Ross was performing. Well, he was <laughs> scheduled to perform. There you go. Um, apparently he was met with adversaries. <laughs> Um, because he didn't do a check-in with uh, a local rapper um, and that was pretty much it he didn't check in, they have what they call a no-fly zone and he didn't check in with this uh, certain rapper and he was met at the gate and he didn't perform because he didn't get let in um, a lot of news outlets were saying that he, you know, he feared for his life and so forth and so on. I wa- Did you watch the video? Yeah. I watched most of the video and I saw this said rapper standing outside talking to the police and stuff. I, I kept wondering, like, what the fuck was he saying to the police that-, that the police allow him to stand there and not let this rapper get into this venue and perform? Right. Or whatever. So I was just kind of confused at that one, but. It's like, a part of me, I under... I don't want to say I understand it,
2: but... There's an aspect of it that I understand, so I, I get it.
1: The aspect I understand is that, you know... they. It, it, the thing is that, you know, you have these artists that come into the city. They get these huge venues. They make tons of money. And some of them don't even care about the city. They just come make money, dip, you know, things of that nature. And so, if you want to hold people come a uh, whole people accountable for coming to the city and you know maybe doing something in the city or something i could get that i i understand it but i don't understand the tactic of it the tactic of it is really off to me um you got people who come and pay you know whatever money they spent to come to this concert and the artists that they came to see is not here because Whatever certain rapper decides that, you know, this person is not worthy because they didn't make this phone call or whatever and so forth. I, that part seems fucked up up to me. It's like, you know, and then then there's a lot of posts that was, you know, talking about how, you know, they want to, they need to have Detroit artists open for them. And the the truth is, a lot of fucking Detroit artists suck like fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's like, why would a uh, known, a known successful artist like a uh, Rick Ross want to put a, a, a Detroit rapper on their bill that sucks like ass? It's it's it, there are I can't. It's not too many I, I I love I I the Detroit artists that I love. I, I love the death uh, I love you know from Slum Village to Black Milk. so now I you say know, shout so out
2: shout out all the really good Detroit artists because we got a we got a grip. So go ahead and shout all of them out.
1: Yeah, it's like I love you know uh, Slum. I love Black Milk. I mean it's uh, and it is a couple of Elzy. I mean it's a couple of other ones. Um, I don't know if you ever uh. uh heard of Comey Young, but they're a pretty good group. You have another, and then you have some other local under, uh, under underground ones that are pretty cool too. But it's like the majority of them suck ass, and so it's like you know I don't, I don't get that part. And then you know some people were having a discussion on Twitter about you know, uh, uh the whole part of you know them these artists giving you know getting. In the, the no-fly zone, you know, uh, donating or putting money back into the city. But I'm I, I will, I'm willing to bet that probably 99. And I hate giving random percentages because it's not supported by anything. But a good 99% of whoever these artists ain't putting shit into the city. I took a uh, I had a person. It was a person on my Facebook feed that uh, did a post, and I, I I generally don't care for anything he he says, but he made a, a you know mad sense he says he says hey trick trick can you help some of the violence going in the city no can you and your goons help tear down these abandoned homes and empty lots can you start using your wealth and power to make Detroit better no but can you stop a rapper from retro- performing in the city and ruin fans time uh, ruining fans uh, time of invest- their their invested money and so forth into the concert and so forth. It's kind of worded weird on here, but I think niggas slow.
2: Right. But I get his point, though. He must have been a motherfucker that was at Riverdale.
1: Yeah. I get his point, though. I don't hear about... nigga days. I don't bro. hear about this sad artist doing anything in the city for, like, you know... Anything that's bad in the city. I don't see him going to, you know, random neighborhoods and doing, you know, cleanups and any of that shit. But you want to stop artists. And then, too, it's like... Is it because of Rick Ross? I... Okay, Kendrick Lamar comes here all the time. Drake comes here all the time. And I've never heard any of this shit. maybe they do check ins, maybe so, I don't know. But that shit's just I don't know. I I get it, but I don't. You know, I, I think it's just it's I don't
2: I don't I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I <just> don't <laughs> I've been marinating marinating on it the last twenty four hours and my thoughts are pretty similar to yours. The idea is that my understanding of the no fly zone is that like you said, if a, a big-name artist comes to town, he needs to, he needs to show Detroit some love. He needs to have Detroit artists perform, or he needs to pony up some loot and just show, show the city some love. And I that aspect of it, I get it, because Detroit artists don't really get shy nationally. So, And they're looking like, we put in all this money, we put in all this work. We work hard to get on, and it's hard for us to get on. So if you're going to come here, and you're going capitalize to capitalize off of us, and you're not going to help us out, then fuck you. And I get that. But with the Summer Jams thing, my understanding is that Rick Ross, is, Rick Ross has had this problem. I think he's had this problem before. This ain't the first time. But, like, my issue with it is people pay. Summer Jams used to be free back when we were in high school. Now, summer jams the the lowest price tickets was like forty dollars, and the highest was like one seventy or some shit like that. So you got people who are at this concert who paid one hundred seventy dollars to see Rick Ross, and then they're told before Rick Ross set that he's not coming, and the show is over. And
1: they've already the whole, paid their money,
2: right? And with the whole no fly zone, like you are kind of presenting it in this robin hood type fashion it's not like rob from the rich and gifts to the poor but it's kind of like we're gonna tax these big name guys in hopes that they'll do something beneficial for the city but with rick ross not performing last night he essentially robbed detroit residents because these are the people who paid 40 to 170 dollars to see rick ross and they didn't get to see him So don't sit here on some Robin Hood shit like we want Rick Ross to to help the city when you just robbed thousands of people out of their money who paid to see Rick Ross. So people who live here, you just robbed them because Rick Ross didn't line your pockets or because you, you know, to make a statement. So don't make it on some beneficial Robin Hood, you know, Glory to Detroit type shit when you just robbed thousands of residents. And that shit... Like I don't get it Like I get the idea behind it But I don't get how you can sit and be cool with that If you are positioning, If you're portraying yourself as some kind of champion for the city When we don't know what you do If you get the money for this for instance If you, if you tax these rappers who come in And say you tell them Hey you need to perform You need to let our guys perform Or you need to pay up And so say a guy says well, Let's just say Oh Jeezy comes here Jeezy comes here every week if you tell Jeezy like, "Hey, you know, this is what needs to happen," and Jeezy says, "Well, I don't want these guys to perform, but I'll pay up." What happens with this money? Like you said, we don't know what happens with this money. I haven't heard of of uh, you know parks being <clears throat> tidied up or I haven't heard
1: of no, the no flies on fund where they you know they, they just came in like you know redone Stowe Park or yeah you know any of this shit you know so
2: I, <laughs> so where's this money going that is supposedly uh, beneficial for the city Where is this money going We don't know where this money is going For all we know It's just to line your pockets But what we do know Is that People are getting robbed Out of seeing these people Perform Which they already paid for mm, Excuse me And You You essentially are just Putting a black mark On the city And for what Like because we're not You know because they're not Lining your pockets And gassing up your whatever you're trying to promote.
1: Right. I think, if anything, your, your, the beef should have been with promoters. Like, you should have been talking with them. You know, whatever the case is, because I think, you know, you got these promoters that, you know, they build building these people, and, you know, they get there, and then you have this issue with them. I don't know. I just think it's kind of fucked up. <clears throat> I and, did, oh, go ahead. No, I, I don't know. I, I I, just think it's fucked up. I think they just need to have... If, if they're going to do this some shit like that, they need to have a, a, a better, I don't know, uh, Process for this shit, yeah. Um, That's
2: what I was gonna touch on. If you have the power, if you have the backing behind you, and you got the thugs behind you to stop a high profile rapper like Rick Ross from performing, if you got that kind of power, why didn't you stop this from happening in the first place? Like, why was the radio station allowed to sign Rick Ross to a contract to perform at this shit in the first place? If you already know what Rick Ross is about, if he's not gonna pony up this loot or do whatever you need to do whatever is necessary to make it so that he it's okay for him to perform, if he's not gonna do that, why didn't you stop it earlier so that people weren't blowing a hundred dollars to see this nigga, and now they're out this money, and for what? Like, the, the, there's nothing. That, there's nothing that came out of that.
1: I mean, I want to see all these. I want to see all these. Oh. Uh... Rough ass niggas out here raking grass and you know cleaning up streets and shit like that. If y'all go do something, do something real, you know what I mean? Don't you know sit around and you know wait for you know some some big ass rapper to come here and you want to perform on a on a set or anything like that. I want to see you actively out here. If, if if I would totally be okay with that stuff, if if this movement they have of you know trying to get rappers to you know. Pay more homage to the city, saying we're doing, you know, uh, food giveaways or we're doing,
0: you some know, kind of clean up at a clean one up or, or you
1: know, same thing of that nature. Or you just, if, if, if this is just to get local raps to get on, that's some total bullshit. But if this is something to get, you know, more, more active, you know, you know, uh, artists in the city doing things in the city, you know, I, I. If you are you talking to kids at schools or, you know, things of that nature, I'm kinda for that. I get that. But I get you,
2: that and I've never heard a story no. of the people who are behind the no fly zone. I never heard of uh parks being fixed in their name, uh kids being benefited in their name. But I hear all the time about how rappers get fucked up in their name. We we hear about that shit all the time. But so where yeah. where's what where, where's the shit that they're doing to help the city? Because I've never heard are the people who are behind this doing anything to benefit the city, I hear about them fucking people up all the time. So, what what are you really doing this for? And
1: and 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 the piggyback on that, if this other shit of you know, the thing is, I would say that you know the volunteerism, the you know the the the, the betterment of the city would be the 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 bigger promotion of it. You know, so So if I don't hear this, either you're not doing it or you're not promoting it. Which basically, and basically, this you're not prom- you're not doing it because if you were doing cleanups in the city or, you know, fundraisers for certain stuff, that would be promoted way more than a motherfucker getting you know banned from a concert. You know, instead of seeing these YouTube's that you stopping a uh, a performer coming in the city, show me some YouTube's. Of y'all motherfuckers at a park putting up rims.
2: Yeah, or At you know, cleaning or, or, or talking
1: to kids. Yeah. This whole bullshit about and then if and then if you ask people like you know, I know you got in a conversation with people, on, you know, on Twitter, and I was looking as well. If you get on conversation, all you hear is, "Well, we don't know. We just know this is the rules. You just got to follow the rules." But yeah. let, somebody got it's hold, like
2: niggas you, scared to speak on this shit. You got to
1: be able to hold people accountable to some of the shit they do, and I don't want to see a video of you stopping. Stopping this guy from performing. I want to see video of you doing work in the city, doing things like that, they, and you're encouraging other people to do stuff because that's the stuff I want to see. Um, I don't want to. I, I give a fuck less about you stopping a fucking, you know, you getting the balls of stopping a fucking rapper or some 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 concert venue. I want to see what work are you doing, you know? Because I think I would love to participate in some kind of volunteerism. Of you know, doing bigger things. But to stop a fucking rapper, man, that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But
2: I have way more tolerance for the stopping a rapper portion of it if it was offset by the positive shit, you know? And I don't see any of the the positive shit going into effect. I see way more of the negative shit. So what reason do I have to believe that there's even positive shit going on? Like I said, it seems like a rob it seems like they're trying to present it on some Robin Hood type shit when it's really like we're just going to extort money out of you. And if you're not going to pay it, then we're going to fuck you up. That's really all it really seems like. And so I'm not going to get behind that. Especially Especially if... Like I said, you robbed thousands of people last night. Like, so... And these are people who live here. So don't sit here and say, We're doing this for the city. We're doing this for Detroit rappers. Or don't disrespect Detroit. Come in and show Detroit some love. If you're presenting it in that fashion... While you are robbing Detroit residents so you can line your own pockets. Or get a fucking video on Worldstar. Right. Like, there's... I don't yeah. I don't get that shit, man. I, I don't see how... I, I want to say I don't see how you could live with yourself. But if you're doing some shit like that, you obviously don't give a fuck about living with yourself. You're you going to sleep at night regardless if that's, the, if that's how you're living.
1: But... If you just want the you know the props of stopping somebody from coming to the city, yeah, you I can just want to see, see your ass see, on I can World Star see you live, on TMZ. I can see you could live you could live with that, I guess. But I think it really, man. I think you know the whole that whole movement needs to you know reevaluate how they approach things, and you know they need to have somebody in the corner that you know say, "Hey, man, y'all need to do more stuff in the city locally." That'll have people aware of what you're doing and what your, your your reasoning is for this. And if you say, for instance, say you have a, a Rick Ross that, you know, you've contacted. And hey, man, I know you come to the city. You should, you know what I'm saying, you should do some you should, some neighborhood visits. You should, you know what I'm saying, do some stuff like that. Visit some schools and then Rick Ross. Like, you know, what, well, fuck y'all. I'm just coming there to get money and dip could see that then. I could say, okay, cool. I understand that because fuck him. You know what I'm saying? He wanna be a fuck boy. He don't want to come, you know, he don't want to do anything other than just come to the city, make some money and dip. But, you know, you hypothetically want, you know, some random local Detroit artist to be on a bill because he's on a bill and you know, make some money while you making some money. No, that's that's bullshit. But I you know I feel bad for all the people that you know paid all this money you know, that's what upsets
2: me because I feel like more than likely Rick Ross probably earned whatever happened to him. Like he probably is on some bullshit, and he probably is like just trying to come in and capitalize and did do it. But that's
1: I think so that's that's, I that's, that. that's that's any other artist. I mean, even if uh, a rap aside, there's there's no no fly zone for fucking. Uh, Brian McKnight, he comes in, he'll come in and get money and dip. There's no, you know, Very true, you know, any any R and B artist, you know, you can
2: have any, you know, crazy. Or artist. rap artists who just aren't as big as Rick Ross. I, I, be,
1: I, 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 <laughs> I, I bet every fucking Durag and fucking Obama's nightstand that they wouldn't <laughs> put that shit to fucking Outkast. Outkast could come here That's and shit. it would just be a concert. No one would give a fuck about a no fly zone or nothing. It would just be. Outkast coming here and they go do a concert and everybody be like, Outkast gonna be here, we paying money, and there's gonna be a 100 niggas standing outside of Outkast gonna be 300 niggas pushing them niggas out the way so Outkast <laughs> can get in the team so Outkast yeah. can fuck them. so, you know, I think it's, you know it's bias in a sense, you know, like I said, you have you know, other rappers that come here all the time and I don't ever hear about this shit maybe, you know, maybe they do this call and do something but, you know
2: and I don't like how niggas is afraid to speak on it like, what are you scared of? Like I, I mean I I They're I mean him. A, right, I, saying, I get <laughs> I, I get what you scared of. Like you scared of him, but I mean like I this is gonna sound I'm I'm not trying to be like hard as shit, but like I mean I'd rather I would I'd rather speak out on this shit and like have people hear this than just sit here and like I, pretend like that's just the rules, this is how it's going I would, and just play it to the left Man, this is fucked up, man. A lot people got robbed. Us, I would man? I
1: would love to be in the conversation with them to understand their, their rationale with it and to input some some suggestions and good ideas of how you can do this but you can make it good. You know what I mean? Just and stop I, it and, early. And I think and I think it would you know, you could push you could push the envelope of saying, Hey man, these these local people say you know, if, if if it's one of those things where you want more local people to get put on when you got these celebrities coming in, that's cool. But how do you push these local rappers or local celebs or local, you know, rap whatever it is to do more in the city so we know that they're doing whatever local rapper, you know, such and such comes down I, I would like to see random MC such and such at Stople Park cleaning up, getting the crew for that shit, or doing some other stuff, or being at some some certain school, or doing some other talks. That shit, I would be like, you know what? I totally agree with you. I totally support it. And if artists don't want to, you know, come here and participate in those things, but if it's just on some old rap shit, nah, fuck that shit. Most of the artists in the city is trash, so. You need to get them to get that game up first, <laughs> but <laughs> what I was, are your
2: bars? Yeah, yeah. And work on for shit. You know
1: what I'm saying? If it ain't, if it ain't, you know, if it ain't the, in the main artist, like you know, if it ain't a, a Royce, if it ain't a you know uh Black Milk, or if it ain't a you know even other artists so like you know a Coleman I'll Young. Think. I
2: mean, I don't, <laughs> it, it, the
1: thing is, I don't know what Eminem does here.
2: I don't. I, don't, I don't, honestly, I don't.
1: Well, Eminem is one of my favorite artists. Don't get me wrong know, and he could be doing tons of shit in the city. I do know I've, what he does. I've,
2: I've read that he's done some stuff, but, I mean, I, it's not highly publicized. But, like, I mean, my main issue is that I agree with the concept, and I feel like this is something that, that could have been handled earlier in the process, especially since, I said, I'm pretty sure that this situation has come up with Rick Ross in the past. Yeah, so, man. why did the radio station even book him in the first place, knowing that this was going to go down. Like if you have the power to stop Rick Ross from coming in. You have the power to stop this from happening in the first place. Mm. Or putting it to where like the people who. People can like refund their tickets. Or something where the people who actually live here. The actual residents who you claim to be representing. Could not get robbed of their money. Because I'd be sick as fuck. If I spent $170 to see Rick Ross last night. And I didn't get to see him. Because niggas want to get their money. Because niggas want to line their pockets on some Robin Hood type shit. Like we doing this for the city. Like I live in the city and you just fucking robbed me $170. Like don't tell me that shit. You just doing that shit so you can line your fucking pockets. That's some bitch shit to me man. I I I agree. I don't don't feel that man. Like if you want to help the city. And you want to make sure that these big name rappers pay up or contribute or help in some way. You can do that in a way where you don't rob the citizens. And that's whack as fuck to me. Don't build it for Detroit. Don't build it up as something that's for the city, and you robbing the city so that you can line your pockets. That's fucking whack to me, man. Or just
1: build a reputation. And don't be
2: scared. I don't like the fact that niggas I, are scared to talk. About I think it's.
1: It I, I think it's. Just, you know, and I think it's one of those things where I think it's, it's like he, he they're building this reputation, and I, I I I really think it's more so building a reputation. Yeah uh, That they could do this Versus you know Anything else Versus lying in their pockets Or yeah. you know
2: I don't I don't I don't I don't know the total story We're gonna have all these world star videos And shit And all these articles About how we How Rick Ross is scared To be here Like oh that's so fucking And cool. you know A
1: lot of the You know uh, Rap social network Is probably going You know Going you know crazy over the shit, but I, you know it could be just a bit of reputation. You know he has a reputation for you know I think Rick Rosson has some issues here before it, other rap- But then it was like I looked on the on on Twitter, and I guess, Lil Boosie, <laughs> I guess he made the call. Obviously, yeah, Boosie
2: was he, yeah, yeah because right. Boosie
1: was being advertised on his on his page yep. for being here, and I was like,
2: who the fuck listen to Boosie? Not. Boosie was one eighth as popular before he went to jail as he is now, and he's still ain't fucking popular. <laughs> like who the fuck? I mean, my thing is,
1: and, and, and then
2: it—he's it, it, not as popular as Rick Ross. To me,
1: it goes, and then now I'm, I question the quality, the quality of rapper that you're representing. Because now you go ban uh, a Rick Ross, which a lot of people don't like. Rick Ross because of I his, don't like Rick Ross of, uh, of his background and stuff. I don't dislike Rick Ross, but. Rick Ross has came to be, you know, he he he, he sold records. I like his I like his music. I like his uh I like his production. I like the things that he do. But a fucking boosie, goddamn, dude! Like, how do you how do you diss Rick Ross and then you bring fucking boosie in the city? What the fuck, dude? Now that that that, that part pissed me off. I was cool with the whole thing of just you know Rick Ross, whatever, you know, how your preferences of rap. But then you fucking Bring Boosie and ain't you know what's funny? Ain't nobody said shit about Boosie coming here. Ain't nobody say, man. Hey, man, why you how you like big? How you like Boosie? Like who the fuck, dude? I hate his fade. I hate <laughs> I hate everything about Boosie. <laughs> fuck Boosie. Boosie. You can kiss my ass, dog. <laughs> And you like, you talk about Boosie like I talked about Foolish on that one episode. No, <laughs> fuck Boosie. I give a fuck about a Boosie. I, I, that's that's the part I didn't get. How <laughs> the fuck you just... You, you you not Rick Ross, but you let Boosie come in because he, he, he maybe made a call. Boosie trying to get back on. He going to make as right. many calls as he fucking can. But Boosie? <laughs> what the fuck, dog? That is... Boosie is, is the farthest from Detroit rap if I've ever heard a fucking rapper. And this motherfucker
2: gets props and shit. Hey, that exhale
0: <clears throat>
2: <clears throat> Yeah. <clears throat> Anyhow, I so. do, I think I think part of the reason we so sick is cuz like <coughs> man, we from here, we was born and raised here, we from the city and it's like man, it's it's crazy to like see it's it's so political at this point, man. Like we're going to favor this one rapper who ponied up this loot and, you know, this this other rapper who didn't pony up this loot. And And we let
1: Boosie in the fucking city.
2: Yeah, and it's like it's not even so much like we let Boosie in the city. It's more like we let Boosie Boosie in the city, city. but we let Boosie in the city for for financial reasons because he paid up or he whatever Boosie did was okay. Whatever Rick Ross did wasn't okay, which I get. But people who paid to see Boosie, they they got to see Boosie, right? And the priority.
1: It no, is, if you pay the priority
2: you... is getting the money for yourself over whatever's best for the city. Yeah. And if people want to see if a thousand people, two thousand people, whatever want to see Boosie, then they got to see Boosie. The thousands of people that want to see Rick Ross didn't, didn't get, get to, to see, see Rick him. Ross.
1: Right.
2: And they they paid exponentially more money yeah. to see Rick Ross than people paid to see Boosie. I'm not cool. I'm not cool with robbing they, the, I'm they not probably, cool with robbing the citizens. They probably brought canned
1: so. goods in to see Boosie and shit. It mm-hmm. was like, like bring your and, old and canned goods and
2: uh own, own all, the, all it boils down I, to is that people got ben Mike's point What's that?
0: Your, your average person in the city makes seventeen dollars an hour or less. Seventeen dollars an hour. I'm just throwing that's some, a high that's fucking high, average. That's high, no, right. That's high. <laughs> that's high end. So you talking about a hundred and seventy dollar ticket, that's a person that to work ten hours of their forty hour average work week. So they didn't work a quarter of their work week to see this cat and can't because of some bullshit.
2: Yeah. I don't like the fact that they robbing the citizens who live here to fucking in the name in the name of the city. And Boosie gets and That's to what bothers it. me. Mm-hmm. Fuck Boosie. <laughs> you you on know some boost shit like I was on Foolish because I was going in on Foolish. I and just, speaking of which in the in the video for the uh for the Rick Ross shit they had <laughs> uh, foolish talking and I was like <laughs> and they put foolish came out, I was like, man, this fuck nigga man, get this nigga out of here. <laughs> fucking <laughs> foolish man <laughs> uh, I was mad about that. Like just the, the fact that B- foolish was even in the fucking video. We killed a lot of time. We should probably yeah. move on. Yeah, this
1: this yeah, let's move on. Fuck boost. But we're just in general
2: uh, in general, what we're trying the 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 point of what we're saying is that we don't like the city being used as a means to extort from rappers, but at the same time, you're robbing the city at the same time, and I'm not cool with that, man. I, don't I, use the city as as your means to I, rob citizens. I'm looking for the no your
1: I'm looking for the no fly zone park cleanup. You I'll be for the there no for fly that looking for
2: Boosie. That's all you care about. Fuck
1: Boosie. <laughs> I'm looking for the No Fly Zone, uh, Park Cleanup, uh, Fundraiser, uh, Coach for Kids. Uh, not even Coach for Kids. So I think any popular person gets on that bullshit. But I think...
2: It, it, yeah. We, the, 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 the dozens or hundreds of rappers who have done whatever it is to get themselves off... To not be on a No Fly Zone... Whoever they paid up, whatever they did, those rappers, like, <laughs> what is? What did they? What did they do? Right, like, what did that's they, what I want to know? What did they do? With, like, I would love the to proceeds have proceeds from that. I would like, love like, to have a,
1: a round table, a What big...
2: positive happened for the city? Like, off of them, off of the people who actually ponied up the loot or did whatever. What? What? What did the residents see from that? Right. Like, or is it all just like? We got our money. We made our statement. Let's move on, because it's not for the city if all you did was was hook yourself up. Mm-hmm. And that's what's got me fucked up, because you hooked yourself up and you fucked over the you fucked over the residents, and that's not cool to me. But we need to we need to move on. ran right, like so, and we talked about so
1: things. um we're going to go to uh uh fan questions and Garden Isle, our our favorite fan from Australia. Yeah. Um, she had a couple of questions, but I think her main questions was, how does, uh, me and Mike know each other?
2: She asked, how do we know each other? She asked, uh, well, we'll, we'll touch on how we know, how we met, and then we'll talk about her second question.
1: All right, so, I guess the the first question was how we met, uh, how we met was, actually our guest is actually a big part of that, because our guest is the brother of how we met, um. Kellen's brother, Chris, and Mike went to school with each other.
2: Yep.
1: And so, that's how we met. And it's funny. I think we met on some drinking, talking shit stuff. Um, the shit that you... Drink-a-thon. drink a So, oh, okay. me... Okay. Otis, uh, in case <laughs> I don't know who I'm, so who's talking. Me... Uh, Chris. They gotta know
2: uh, They gotta know the difference by now.
1: Yeah, they should. I yeah. say, nigga, I just, way more than you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I try to be <laughs> political correct sometimes. Uh, so, me, Chris, Kellen, and their brother, Ryan, um, been doing a, uh, a gathering the day before Thanksgiving called the Drinkathon for over 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And, I think we met because of Facebook. We were, you know, talking shit about drinking, blah, blah, blah. And so, uh, Mike ended up coming to one of the drinkathons, which is at my house, and
2: it was actually when I was living in California.
1: And you came, and you I here was here just for the, home for the holiday. Yeah, okay, and so that's how uh, how we met. Um, um, she mentioned that you know we have different. Gardenia. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah her. Yeah, you,
2: you, yeah. I thought you were talking about Chris. And I was oh, like, my bad. No, 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 no. no. no okay. Island, <laughs> she
1: mentioned how you know, uh, we we sound different, have different, you know.
2: "Quote unquote uh,
1: accent, accents, and so forth." So she was wondering, you know, are we from different, different areas and things of that nature? And we actually are from the same. With
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're both from the west side <laughs> no, of Detroit. Yeah. We're, we're pretty much from the same area.
1: Yeah. So I, I mean, differences in and and accents, you know, or dialects, yes. you know, it's it's I don't know where that comes Articulation. from. Articulation. I like to actually. Just,
2: Oh, go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, i just say it's, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I'll just say I don't it's know This articulation.
2: I'd like to actually get some feedback on that, though, because, like, I don't, I've never thought that people from Detroit have an accent, but I've heard that from people who aren't, from. my girlfriend's from Canada, and she says that Detroit people have an accent, and I've heard that outside of, outside of Detroit, so I'm actually curious, like, if people who are listening want to send some feedback because it's it's simple feedback you you got his voice you got mine like i'd be interested to hear about uh interested to hear about our our different quote-unquote accents because i don't think we have i don't think we have accents but apparently we do so i'm curious to find out how i sound different from him and what kind of accents we have if 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 people are listening want to write back because i don't hear it but well, you know, well, Apparently, we apparently we have accents, and apparently, not only do we have Detroit accents, but apparently, we have different versions of it. And,
0: and in my opinion, <clears throat> therein lies you have a profound love for the English English language.
2: I absolutely, I absolutely do. And grammar Nazi all day.
0: You not only are a grammar Nazi, but you you articulate very well. I mean, even. In the inebriated state that you're in, I'm drunk as <laughs> I'm drunk as fuck. You yes. articulate very well. <laughs> I'm drunk, I'm drunk as fuck, and you know we all don't have that superpower. We don't. Have I'm, gonna have to we do, <laughs> I'm gonna have to sit this off after we. I'm gonna have to sit this off for a little bit after we done recording. But and and, and, I, and I think that's what her ear is picking up is just the articulation difference.
2: Yeah,
0: because you, from a person that does not live here you speaking as clearly as you do under whatever circumstance you're under. And, you know...
1: The circumstances is fucking uh, <laughs> Captain Morgan's white rum. That's the circumstances <laughs> and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, I'm sorry. We didn't do our shout-outs, uh, our random uh, vices. So we have Captain Mug, Morgan's white rum.
2: Do you want to try this? White man? rum? Yeah. 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 We have that, and we have... Uh, uh That's all I've had is the Captain Morgan's white rum. I've had... had uh,
1: mm. Well, we did a six-pack of beer earlier. Me and Kelly, Kelly. Kelly came over about 4 o'clock. And uh, we watched the Tigers game. And then we came outside and started drinking, eating pistachios. And then he brought out this wine. Thank
2: <laughs> you, Chris. This <Thanks laughs> wine <laughs> is short for winos. Wine,
1: oh, this, this wine <laughs> he brought. This big-ass uh, liter wine bottle of Merlot that we've been sipping on most of the day. Uh, but... uh yeah, so I, I mean, we I think we have different dialects. It's funny that, you know, Garden Isle can... Uh, I got to ask her, should I say her... Does she want me to say her real name? I don't think she cares. Yeah. Janice. It's funny that Janice couldn't, you know, tell us apart to the point where we have different, you know, sounds when, when we first started the podcast, people couldn't tell us apart which i didn't i didn't get that shit
2: yeah we don't sound similar at all to me but i have podcasts that i listen to where i can't tell the people apart but i don't know
1: yeah so that was the question did she have you said she had a second part question or did we answer that
2: um the first question was how we met Mm -hmm. and the second question was do we live and do we grow up in separate areas that would account for our our different accents you well you, you yeah you touched on how we met, um, no we I think we just we, we're generally we,
1: I think we probably uh, I mean up until high school we were probably in a good six six mile uh, radius of each other which is which is
0: relatively close given the size of the city
2: yeah um, I think also we have also have a, a mutual friend who kind of connected us a little bit. Um, that it, that kind of plays into how we met but for the most part it was when I, I lived in California for about two years from 2008 to 2010 and I was coming back home for the holidays and uh Otis Otis friend Chris who I went to high school with that's my boy too and um he invited me to the drinkathon and I came through and that's how I met Otis and then we kind of met through our uh, our mutual photography fan Safari who he uh He's been very influential for me in my photography business. I, I do photography on the side, and Safari has been really helpful, helpful to me in that aspect. And uh, he, he kind of he, he linked us up in a different way too. So, uh, so we met through that. And um, as far as our accents go, yeah, we don't. We grew up in the same area. The west side of Detroit is. It has different aspects of it. There's different areas where. Some areas are are more dangerous or or whatnot, but there's no, there's nothing that would account for an accent. so if we speak differently, it's just because we just speak differently i uh, I'm mixed, so I have a uh, my father's white and my mom is black, and um I got picked on a lot when I was uh in elementary school for for speaking well so they they call me white boy, this white boy that I got into a lot of fights when I was in elementary school. And um, that's a just, that's, that's
1: a whole nother podcast in itself. Yeah,
2: it, it is. Uh, that kind of went aw- that it was really, really, really bad when I was in elementary school, and then it went away once I hit middle school. So, when I hit seventh grade, I didn't get picked on anymore. But elementary school was really bad. For seventh me.
1: grade, like I whoop your ass,
2: yeah, try no, me. Like, yeah, seventh grade, <laughs> seventh grade, no, seventh grade. I just didn't get, I didn't get picked on at all. Like, it, was, it just completely went away. But in elementary school, I got picked on a lot. And it was solely because of the fact that being in Detroit, you go to public schools and they have, like, public schools in Detroit, they're all black. And I was mixed, so they basically looked at me as the white boy. And that's what they that's what they call me. They call me white boy this, white boy that. And they picked on me because I was the white boy. And they started fights with me, and I just had to deal with that. Um... I don't think that affected how I speak. I feel like I have like a um I speak well, like I speak properly and I you know, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty strict on grammar and whatnot, but at the same time I don't speak like uh, I don't speak too properly. Like I I, I could I, I don't feel you, like I have an accent you, but I you, also speak like You, you enunciate your words and you know Yeah, I do. I, 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 I enunciate but I also don't sound like I don't think i sound too proper like the words themselves sound proper but the way i the way i present them isn't really that proper like i still kind of have like a hood kind of and y'all are talking about? So, You're
1: here for the person that says "nigga" probably every <laughs> yeah. I say third yeah. Word. It's like yeah.
2: I speak well, but I say "nigga" like nine times out of ten. I, I kind of so you I don't say. I don't always say the "ings." Like I, I say "in," I I lead the "g" off, and you know I don't know. It's, it's it has nothing to do. With, the the point is that it has nothing to do with where we grew up because we yeah. grew up all in the same area, and it it kind of has to do a background, I guess. Like I said, I have a white father, and I I, I went to. Um, well, I, I still went to public school. I didn't go to good. school. I went to a private school for. I go to good school. I went to private school for seventh and eighth grade. So that's it. All the rest of the time, I was in public school. I uh, I went to a private school, I think, for the second grade. But I got, I won't say kicked out. I didn't get kicked out, but I got like, <laughs> essentially, the teacher the the teachers told my mom that. <laughs> I wasn't allowed there anymore. They told my mom that... He's like, he put his dick on her shoulder. He was like, fuck that. <laughs> I, I wish that in second grade I got kicked out for putting my dick on people's shoulders. I actually got told that I couldn't go back to that school anymore because I was essentially too smart for the school. They told me that they couldn't... They told my mom they couldn't teach me anything anymore. Like, I, I actually corrected the teacher in the class and the teacher went to my mom like your son is is you know i guess back talking me uh in class and my mom was like well what did he say and i I don't remember what i said but the gist of it was at the end of it my explanation was that well if i don't correct her then all the rest of the kids will get it wrong you looking at the kids <laughs> so, and shit. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it came off like, well, if the teacher's too stupid, then I gotta, I gotta educate these kids. I guess that's how it came off. So they told my mom that like, there's nothing we can do for him here. So I went to that school for just the second second grade, and I skipped I skipped one of the grades before that, like the first grade or kindergarten or some shit like that, and I started like hard like Detroit public schools in the third grade and. That went. It went pretty smoothly for the most part. Um, well, I, yeah, I can't justify our accents. Uh, eh,
1: it's yeah, novel. I mean, yeah. Long story short, we can't really justify them. So, cool. Well, uh, thank you, Miss Janice, for the question.
2: Um, I gave way more of my background than I intended. On yeah, I was, I was
1: shocked shit, too. I learned some new shit too. Yeah, there, yeah. There, yeah I, have,
2: I have a pretty rich. I have a pretty rich academic I, background. I see.
1: That's see, good shit. Um, we had another. Uh, email from uh, Karen and uh, I won't read too many questions but some of the uh, the comments were funny uh, one of her comments was uh, guests are fun too uh, so we thank our guest uh, Kevin today uh, and we thank our guest last week uh, T uh, another comment was don't add music yeah fuck that shit we're not adding music this is not a music fucking uh, pray pod- for me I'm about to drink this podcast. shit yeah, and and, uh, here I
0: am right now Right,
1: uh another qu- another comment was uh, I like the mix of topics minus the butt sex, which is never a necessary conversation.
2: I disagree with that. I, I think we're probably I, I gonna you know like sex is absolutely uh I
1: think it. we're gonna add butt sex in probably most <laughs> of our podcast just because <laughs> people kind of shy away from it, yeah, so um, and i I don't from know if sex. we're like I don't know if we're advocating butt sex. But we're probably gonna just talk about it just cause so Um, my thing is is just, you know, lube up.
2: (laughs) Lube up. Yeah, get it get don't my my advice on on that is don't like just go straight into that. You kinda gotta build up to that. You can't just like it's easy to it. Yeah. Easy to it. Yeah. So they say. Lube. warming up, fingers, whatever. (laughs) Don't just, just Don't just like just Go right into it, you know. Build it up, a fir- build it up a little bit first. Have
1: some uh, foreplay for uh, butt sex. Um, yeah. Another one was uh, has Mike really not seen the wire, and Otis just <laughs> catching up on Southern Anarchy. Uh, I am on mid, I'm mid fifth season of uh, Southern Anarchy, and well, uh, I thought you were done with fifth season five no i had i had stopped for a little while probably like two days ago i've been watching it in probably two days because i'm happy with draws and then mike is like the end of the fourth season
2: yeah i um so it's only five seasons through. of the wire so yeah I, i'm uh midway through the final episode of season four of the wire i know i kind of lose a little bit of credibility for not having seen the wire but like i don't know it, it, i just haven't got around to it but um i enjoy it it's really good i wouldn't put it a lot of people i know say the wire is like the best show ever and like i i i can't say that
1: it is one of the best
2: it's one of it's there but for me the highest i'll rank it is four uh game of thrones is is its own category it's separate from everything else it's like the god show and then like I put The S.H.I.E.L.D. and Sons of Anarchy, who are made by the same people. is like my 2 and 3, The S.H.I.E.L.D. 2, Sons of Anarchy 3. Those shows are amazing. And then I will put The Wire 4. I don't know. I, maybe if I thought about it, I could find something that I would put ahead of The Wire at 4. But right now, on the top of my head, I'll put The Wire 4. I'm enjoying it a lot. It's really good. Um I said, I'm about to wrap up Season 4 tomorrow, probably. Um, yeah, it's good. I like it. Um, and then I guess where are we at, uh, time wise?
1: Fuck time. We just okay. rolled it over. Oh, okay. Shit. I
2: like that. Okay. Fuck time. I, you know
1: like, what? Fuck we, time. We got- and you know what? Fuck Johnny. Because hey. he's the only person that's going <laughs> to complain about the shit. So I don't even okay. think Johnny's going to make it to this point. I'm not even going to mention the, the minutes we're at. But, uh, Johnny's probably won't even make it to this point. But if you do, fuck him. But I'm going to roll over to his. I don't care about time. His question was, uh,. Who win the champion? Well, okay, we're gonna kind of divert. Uh, we had originally we were gonna do this whole podcast on just Detroit sports, but with, uh, days with, with, and, uh, with nigga days uh, no and no zone. fly zone, we kind of got deterrus. So we figured that was kind of you know a, a more of a pressing topic, but we we're gonna do a lot of sports stuff. So uh, Johnny had uh, asked a question. I of, can drink uh, this
2: wine. It's not that bad. Have it. Hey,
1: it's I'm, not that bad. Ha- it's cool. Take that.
2: It's not bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's not
1: bad. Take it. But but the question was, uh, I'll take it. It's not that who would win the championship
2: first, the Tigers or the Lions? No, 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 no. No, the Pistons or the Lions. Pistons of the Lions. Yeah, he he initially asked the Pistons or the Tigers, and then realized that the Tigers are way closer to being successful. Okay, than the Pistons, Pistons are the Lions. So he said that he meant Pistons to ask of Pistons the Lions. Pistons the Lions.
1: And, well, I think this question is probably just as as wide. I mean, because I think. Both, both are on a rebuilding stage, but I would have to say I think the Lions have the greater chance mm-hmm. of winning a, a championship before the the Pistons. Pistons just hired they, well, the Pistons just hired a new uh, GM. So Stan Van Gunney is the GM and coach of that one. No,
2: no, uh, no, 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 no. He's not the coach. Who they haven't. A- Yes, he is. No, yeah. no, no. They haven't hired a coach yet. No, he is the coach, too. No, 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 no. He's not the coach. Are you... Duh. I'm, no, he's not the coach. I, I'm, I'm...
1: I'm... I'm... Yes. I'm he's the coach and... Look it up. Let's look it up. I'm pretty sure he's the coach and such and such. Look it up. Are you serious? Look it up. <laughs> dog. I, dog. I, I, I'm not trying to just, like, disagree just for the sake of just agreeing, but... Uh... I'm almost
2: certain he's the coach, though. He's coach and president. He's the president. They have almost hired a GM because he's not the GM. They've almost hired a GM. I don't know if they actually have hired a GM, and I don't think they've hired a coach. He's the coach, though. He's the coach, too. Maybe presently he might be. I don't know, but I don't think he's going to enter the season as the coach. But it, 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 if he does, it's still... um the, the Interesting about that question is that the Pistons are my wheelhouse. That's my that's my team. I got a Pistons tattoo. I've watched the Pistons since I was six years old. Pistons are everything to me, and the Lions are Otis Wheelhouse. So it's an interesting uh, discussion to have. Okay,
1: look, I just I just clicked on the link. Stan Van Gundy aggress- uh, addresses the media as being introduced as Detroit Pistons' newest head coach at the Palace. And this is uh, May fifteenth. He's playing. He's playing dual roles. He's doing the coach and president.
2: All right. How the fuck you didn't know that, Doug? I'm still.
1: It's cool. I know you're working like three hundred hours a week. No, no I'm still cool. pretty sure it.
2: that he's not actually the coach. Are you serious? Yeah.
1: <sighs> okay.
2: My phone's at four percent, so I can't. That's fine. It. You can't look
1: it up. We're, we're talking um, about it next week. But with that said, no matter we'll work
2: under the assumption that he's the
1: coach. Uh, on that assumption, <laughs> <subject>, that's fine. <laughs> I still think that the Lions have a better chance of winning before before the Pistons. I think absolutely. I think, absolutely agree I with think you. the I think the Lions, you know, with, with hiring Caldwell and the different you know uh, player changes and you know uh, additions and so forth. I think. I mean, I think last season was such a disappointment, not because you know. I just want the Lions, I mean, to win all the time. I just felt that they had so many good additions to the team. I just felt that they just disappointed with the people they had. And it was just, you know, it was, it was, I mean, I I, I don't have any other words other than it was just, it was just disappointment.
0: In my opinion, the Lions are a secondary away from being a Super Bowl contender. That's it.
2: I would agree with that. Like, I agree with both of y'all. Like, I think that the Lions are closer. And I also agree that the Lions are a strong secondary away from being a strong contender. The Lions last year, the Lions had the team and the scenario to uh, make moves last year, but for whatever reason, I'm not. I'm not gonna hypothesize what the reason is, but they, I'm sure you guys remember. The Lions were six and one going into the bye week. <laughs> and, and they had Green and, Bay was and, and Aaron Rodgers was hurt. It took a shit. shit. And the Bears were looking sketchy. And the Lions had if I'm I'm pretty sure I'm correct, the Lions had the easiest second half schedule yep. out of I don't know if it was the NFC or the whole NFL, but they had the the easiest second half schedule out of either either one. It doesn't matter. And they took a shit. They what did they where did they go? They like they ended up what seven and nine or some yeah, shit. Yeah, they
0: went from like six and three to seven and nine. It yeah, was, it was six. Terrible.
2: They were six and one at the buy. So yeah. like they 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 came out of it and they 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 took a dump. So the for whatever reason they, and they still had the same tools. Yep. I feel like the lions choked. Mentally, like mentally, the Lions just didn't. They, they had the tools, but they didn't do it because they didn't have it mentally. So, yeah. if Caldwell and whatever uh, personnel changes that they have can take the tools that they have and make them contenders, the Lions are far, way closer to being uh, ready than the Pistons are. The Pistons, the Pistons have tools. They have they have good players. Some. But the Pistons are a long way away from a title. I mean, how many, year, I feel how many like, years you do? Well, you can't really, you can't really guess something like that because there's a lot of things that come into play. Well, I'm, but I'm, the I'm, Pistons I, I mean, are.
1: I'm not, I'm not expecting you know
0: exact predictions, continue. right?
2: But the Pistons are a fairly long way away. The Pistons are kind of like in a place where they should and probably will make the playoffs. Like next year, okay. that, I, I, but that was my Winning a championship th- or something like that—they're they a long.
1: I guess way that way. my next question. Is I guess that's my next question. But I was—I was, I was going to say I think the Pistons. If it doesn't happen next year, it happened the year afterwards. But I think two years from now, they should be able to make the the playoffs every year. Now, yes. and that's saying a spot to at least fifth spot every year. Yes. and I think with the people they have, I think I just feel that
2: with their current roster, they should be able to. Do if
1: that. they were able to keep uh, Drummond healthy, and which he's by far the best player the Pistons have seen in in a good couple of years, I think it, it, with him there, you know Monroe, which some up, some odd reason, I think they're gonna they're gonna get rid of Monroe. I don't see them keeping Monroe. Yeah, I think I think they they need to get a solid guard that they want to keep there, and I don't think they're. Uh, they're happy with the current guards that they have there. I don't think I don't think it's going to work. It shouldn't be. <laughs> um so I figure they somehow they're going to trade to get a decent uh, a decent guard and I just think Monroe is going to be the one that, to go. I think they should really build around Drummond and see what happens.
2: Yeah, every, every I think everybody's in agreement they need to build around uh Andre Drummond. And but when you're in a situation where You say, like, we have this one guy who we know we can build around. If that's all you can say, you're not close to winning. So, and they, they this state of NBA, there's really only two ways to be prosperous. You can either do like Miami and buy a bunch of superstars and have them all on one team and surround them with scrubs. (laughs) Or you can build a team like Spurs, who have been consistently good for 15 years, and do it that way and they don't have they don't have anybody who's worth hanging on to so other than other than Dre Drummond so they're a, they're a far way away whereas the Lions are the I don't know what the Lions need as far as like the mental aspect of it but like Kellen said they're a strong secondary way from being contenders so the Lions are in my opinion much closer than my beloved Pistons. So.
1: it what's so fucked up about the whole secondary away? They've been a secondary away for years. At least a secondary exactly. away from a better team. Exactly. They, they've never invested into a secondary until the last couple of years they started trying to get new cornerbacks and safeties and things of that nature. But I think even with the secondary, even with the you know the people that they're they're bringing in, I, I really think they need to revamp the playbook of how they, how they even defend with the secondary because they haven't tweaked that much at all and I think that you know it it, could, it wouldn't hurt to to experiment with playbook wise as far as secondary stuff I don't know I just think that you know I, why really. not try it why not but try
0: it just talking about the secondary in itself yeah, you're not 130. fucking 130. linebackers the linemen and all of that it's only so much you're going to do Back there, what you need, in my opinion, they should start out with a good safety and just build the secondary around that individual, you know. I mean, well, yeah, I, I
1: agree with that. I think that I think the problem with that is that since we've played so bad for so many years, we've had so many uh, good picks that we've paid, you know, what I mean, we've had. Stafford, we've had mm-hmm. Sue, we've had Farley, we've had Johnson, we've had all these players that we haven't had the money that we could spend, really.
0: Yeah, and, to, and that, that's get, another problem that we have. Yeah,
1: that you know we we've been paying all these good these high picks for all these other stuff. We haven't had the money, I don't mm-hmm. think, to be able to pull a good a good uh safety. But I think now with the the popularity of the team, like hell, go to take left Seattle right after he yep. won the championship. So now, I think we're we're getting the attention that we, we, we should get from other teams because, you know, you, if you got a player that leaves a championship team, obviously, he sees something in it that, you know...
0: I mean, well, offensively, we can keep pace with anybody in the NFL.
2: Right, obviously. And I mean... I think this season will be a potentially record-breaking season offensively. Oh, as yeah. As comparative to the... Scott Mitchell, Herman Moore, mm-hmm. Brent Perriman season, Barry Sanders season that we had. Um, I don't know what year it was, but whatever year we got into the playoffs and got mopped up by uh, the Eagles, I think, in the first round. Mm-hmm. But they were the, like, 90. number one offense. Five. was it? Five. It definitely won five years ago. It was longer than that. No, no so it was at 95. Oh, 95? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I, I think, I think uh, yeah, so, I mean, the fully answer... You know Johnny's question. I think the Lions have the, the the better chance, but I think if we if we go over the Pistons, I think in two years you could. I think based on how they've been progressing, you should be able to see them in the
2: playoffs. Pistons the should be in the playoffs next year, and they have like one of the most important. If if I were a GM, I would build my team around a player like Andre Drummond, like a guy, a big man who can, you know get a lot of rebounds, uh scoring the paint, run the floor, be good on defense. A guy like that, I'd build my team around a guy like that. So we have a great centerpiece who's still young. Just, but they have a they got a lot of work to do around that. I,
1: I just wish there was an era we could just, you know, fuck people up like the bad boys.
0: <laughs> right. Like, you know,
1: and, and, and it's just so weird, you know, with, you, you got an Andre Drummond because <sighs> Lambeer was the 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 big guy we had, and I think that if we had an Andre Drummond, Drummond in that area, where we era, where we had a big guy who was able to you know be a monster in the paint, I don't think the Pistons could have been stopped in those eras. I mean, I think the closest you had to like a a Drummond, I mean shit, Lambeer probably was the closest, but he wasn't the the interior player that a Drummond could be. I I, I think I think Drummond probably had as many dunks as probably Lambeer had his whole fucking in his first year <laughs> Lambeer had probably his whole fucking career or some shit Lambeer's
2: you know? Lambeer's advantage aside from all the obvious shit was that he could shoot the long rage well he could, could no <laughs> so but he could shoot the long so he could shoot the long rage shot and be white simultaneously X white simultaneously you know so.
0: I don't think it was anybody on the bad boy squad that could not shoot Mm. Outside. Well, there was some, but like, no. But nobody who was
1: well, okay. Well, Buddha couldn't shoot him. aside, uh, I mean, pretty
0: much everybody else. I mean, I think you had, you had you had your. Uh, I think. Well.
2: Eh, <laughs> I
1: think it was more the more the shorter. You know, I, I, that's the shorter. I mean, because you know, Aguirre could shoot. Wow. uh Dumars could shoot. Dumars. Isaiah could shoot. <laughs> Vinny could shoot. But the bigger guys, I mean, even the lesser guys, that you know, like the. Uh, John Longs and you know the uh Tree Robbins oh, Tree Robbins <laughs> T- was
2: on the garbage team. But Do you remember
1: uh, was it uh, <laughs> Bedford? He had a double yeah, zero. Yeah, I, I got his card. He, he wasn't an outside shooter, it was more of a the smaller, you they know, weren't
2: on the champ, they weren't on the good teams, they were on the bad team. Were they? Bedford Yeah, was yeah the, Bedford yeah. was on the bad teams, and, and Tree Robbins was on the bad team. But they, was they
1: Rollins still the only player coach that we've ever seen in our league. Wait, what? Tree Rollins. He,
2: you know, he not, the not what?
1: Player coach. He didn't do he it for the business.
2: He, yeah,
1: he, he did it for uh, Orlando. He was a player coach for Orlando.
2: Mm.
1: I don't think that I, I think he may have been the I don't know if he I had to check stats wise, but I think he may have been the only player coach we've seen in our generations because he did it. He did it in uh, in Orlando for sure. I know that for certain. But I don't know. If, I don't know. I can't think of another player who's done a player coach uh, situation. I think, I think, uh, he was the only one. I think I have to check that.
2: Well, they got a lot of work to do, and the Lions don't. So
1: yeah. So Lions win. <laughs> yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if we can even do another question. I don't. <sighs> We've covered so fucking much.
2: Um. Uh, yeah, most of the other yeah. questions I have are NBA related, which I don't mind talking about, but we've, we're we running pretty high on time right now. So. Oh,
1: I we well, we can, we can cover this one. This is real small. Uh, it was just a it was, well, the question was what I heard so far is that this is from Jealous One Envy, and she says, uh, what I heard so far is that Carmelo is. Maybe going to Chicago, Kevin Love, maybe going to Boston, and LeBron may opt out.
2: Okay, the Kevin Love thing, he's involved um, in a three-way, I think it's a three-way trade when I last saw it, where Golden State is giving up Clay Thompson, who will go to Minnesota. Um, Kevin Love will go to Golden State. And there was something involving the Lakers, where the Lakers get a pick, like the a pick in the draft that's coming up. I think the draft is like next week or something like that. The Lakers get like the seventh pick, and um, I don't know what the Lakers are giving up. But there's something involving there's something involving Clay Thompson and for the, of the Warriors and Kevin Love of the Timberwolves. That sounds like it's probably going to happen. Uh, that's what I've heard. I've and heard that. I, you know, it's funny. I haven't, I've been out of touch with the... Uh, Kevin Love's a good person to get, but I'm kind of surprised that the Warriors would give up their Klay Thompson-Steph Curry combination. Um,
1: well, as long as Steph Curry stayed there, I think they might be uh, content with that one. Yeah. I knew last year, it was, it was rumors, even before the season started last year, it was rumors of... Uh, Carmelo possibly going to Chicago, so I wasn't su- surprised. Even though you know they picked up uh, uh, F- Phil Jackson as uh, one of their uppers, I-, I wasn't surprised that he opted out. I mean, they put a lot. He of,
2: opted out as of, as of today.
1: Yeah, I wasn't yeah. surprised. I-, I figured that, but I, I figure I think that if there was any teams he would go to, he would go to Chicago. I don't see him going to Miami. Um, what I- do you think is gonna happen with LeBron? I think LeBron's stand. I think LeBron's stand I think LeBron's out. I think LeBron stand. I think uh, uh Wade's probably retiring. And I think that's probably it. Although, I don't know. They all are um, you know, the the big three there is all getting like twenty million
2: next year. If I think the opposite. Do you think that uh I think I think Miami's done. I think Wade is I think Wade will probably return in a lesser role. He, he's probably a year or two away from ret- retiring. I think LeBron is out, and I, well, I don't know about Chris Bosh, but LeBron, I think, I think I, Miami's done. I'm going gone. where though? I don't know. I hear Cleveland, but I, I don't. I don't know where LeBron's going to go, but Ow. I don't think LeBron's going to stay. I think LeBron wants to separate himself from a deteriorated. Dwayne Wade and a see that that's what I don't think I just I, I think I, LeBron's out. I think I, yeah
1: I, just, I I I definitely uh I definitely on a, a different uh different thought. I think LeBron's gonna stay. I think Wade's gonna retire. I think Bosha stay there. I don't know who they could pick up, but why I why would
2: LeBron stay if if Dwayne Wade's gonna retire? Because like, he ain't gonna do? It? He ain't doing shit anyway. So but, but fuck it. What reason would LeBron have to? Re up on a new contract with Miami, with no promise of a of a championship. Well, he's been how many years? He's been there, maybe two thousand. Oh wait, how many? How long has he been with Miami? Yeah. Oh, um, I don't years, know, right? three, four years. Three years?
1: Like he stayed. He stayed in fucking uh,
2: Cleveland for seven with none of the resources that he has there. But Cleveland's meeting. on a come up, and I can see him looking at Cleveland as a spot like they got. They got the two. I I can see LeBron looking as like, throw me on Cleveland and we're doing something.
1: Well, I think they got it, Kyrie Irving. Well, they got Dion. We, we, we can do this since it's recorded. I'll I'll bet your favorite cigar that he stays.
2: Okay, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I I will I will bet we can put a cigar bet up on uh on LeBron. I think he's out. He stays. Cool. I'll we take a that. I'll take a Tibet. bet. <laughs> <Special. laughs> okay. So I'll take a Cuban. Um, from uh, <laughs> oh, now go I take a Cuban from Canada. I'm like, uh, I want you to go to
1: fucking Cuba itself and get a, <laughs> a cigar.
2: I take a Cuban from Canada where they, where they allow Cuban cigars. They cost $35 a piece.
1: We, just go, we, we had to go over there and smoke it then, too, uh, just to get out of the city. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, th- I think he'll stay, so we'll see. But there's another thing I want to add to the whole uh, NBA thing. It's really weird to me. Like Every time a player gets... A player leaves a team, you know, people call players traders. They don't want to build a team and stuff like that. But, if a team trades a player, no one fucking complains about the shit. And it irks the shit out of me.
2: Like... There's the difference between like a trading player versus... Yeah. Kind of like, people people
1: always... You know, and, and people use the Spurs as the, the example of a, you know, a team being built, you know, things of that nature. But... No one, no one talks about any of the players that you know. Uh, the Spurs have traded off or anything like that, that that nature. When you know uh, the Celtics got built for their you know big three, that was all traded to them. Um, uh, Kevin Garnett played for Minnesota and things of that nature. They got sent to there. He got sent there, and nobody bitched about the shit. But then when Ray Allen left Boston, everybody was like, you know. Oh fucking trader and shit like that when he left but then uh the Celtics broke up the team they sent fucking Garnett and Pierce to Boston and nobody bitched about it like uh how- to New Jersey New Jersey I'm sorry so it's like how do you how do you bitch about a player that wants to like choose his destiny and where he want to go but if a team sends a player somewhere everybody just like you know uh, that's just how it go that's just well, because
2: fucking- the play- in a the trade the player don't really have a say well theoretically the player don't really have a say Whereas if he movie a free agency is his choice, and, and that's my point though. It's like
1: why I would, I would, I would like to be able to get to choose where the fuck I go, if that's the case. Right? Why would you you know people bitch about that shit? And then it's like you know when Miami, Miami had you know get the free agency came that year when Bosh and all them came there. Everybody knew about that uh, that year because when they when they got drafted, a Every team knew that it was going to be 3 or whatever 3 or 2 3 years when so people could start clearing their their age, uh their their their, uh their caps and all that uh nature. I don't know. Straight bullshit, but I don't know. I'm I'm waiting on my my cigar cuz I'm I'm getting my fucking cigar. I am pretty sure that uh LeBron's going to stay and uh Way may retire. I think Bosh stay, but I think it'd be uh Good series. I'm looking forward to my, my bet for this cigar so that'd be pretty cool uh, I'm looking through our questions I think that was pretty much the questions we had this definitely will be the longest podcast we've had man, I feel
0: special to be part of a record breaking
1: podcast yeah man I, I definitely appreciate you uh sticking around so forth uh, definitely eventful I'm uh <clears throat> looking, looking forward to questions and stuff for the the next week and so forth. I'm, I, I thank my neighborhood for being quiet today. Man, and, ain't and, heard
0: not an airplane I haven't heard an airplane, nothing. a
1: car or fireworks or, well I think we heard my um, neighbors uh, yelling at their kids before we started posting. Well yeah
0: that was before we started recording though.
1: <laughs> So I'm glad that, you know, she wasn't... No, she yells at her fucking uh, kids so much. And it was funny, it was so ironic. One day she was like, she was yelling at the kids like, don't you fucking yell at me. Come up here when you want to talk to me. I'm thinking like, shit, you ain't do the same fucking thing yourself. Wonderful
0: example you're setting. Right,
1: exactly. So, um, any uh, other words or last
2: words? Yeah, I had to go peek. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I wouldn't even go say I was just you know filling in while you were going it was
2: extensive it was one of those long pisses where like you piss and then like you feel like it reaches a second reservoir where it's like oh I'm done oh nope I just hit the second reservoir now this this stream coming out I had to pee for like 15 minutes um what were you talking about
1: (laughs) oh just I guess last word last word so anything you want to add
2: um not really
1: capping episode
2: Nah, man, we pretty much touched on everything. I got all the shit off my chest that I want to get off about niggas and how they behaving around here and
1: segregation. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm officially endorsing segregation. Like, it's, <laughs> if you want to have niggas drink out of a different water fountain, I'm cool with that right now. If you want to say, hey, we don't want black people under the age of twenty five at this event, I'm cool with that now. Even if that it, I'm cool with it even if it excludes myself. Like, if I can't go to it, I'm like, okay, well, if if other black people ain't gonna fuck it up, then I'm okay with that. So, sure. I'm kind of I, like... I wanna go
1: to some 33 and up parties and shit. Yeah,
2: I'm kind of like okay <laughs> with segregation at this point, so... They um, made it that bad. Yeah, it's that bad that even if it excludes me, segregation is kind of okay with me right now. So, um... That's really all I got.
1: Well... Again, thanks for listening. Thanks for our uh, special uh, audience guests. Man, <laughs> <vibe>. Audience <laughs> guests, because yeah. he was an audience guest, and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see y'all, y'all motherfuckers next week.
2: <laughs> y'all motherfuckers, there.
1: Yeah. yeah, I figured I'd add that one. All right. yeah. Peace. Um, peace again.